April 14, 2021. It's the Watt for Pedro Show. Thank you. 
Pedro Show, happy Wednesday, middle of the month. Start off with Budo, the alternate take, John Coltrane with Miles Davis, and then Keith Kenny with Constellation Conversation. Brother Matt at the Love Grotto on the Pleasure Point, a couple miles south of here because we're still quite quarantino mode. But I'm not totally man alone because those engineers with their software uh, invention Skype from Estonia, I got Keith Kenny on board. Welcome aboard, Keith. Thank you so much, Mike. And, Honor uh, to be here, man. You're, you're talking to me from New Jersey, right? That's right. In which town? I'm in Monroe Township. That's where my studio is based. That's where I was born and raised. I mean, the town's called Monroe Township? Yes, it is. Wow. It's just about uh, 20, 30 minutes south of New Brunswick. Because I've heard, yeah, see, they don't say New Brunswick Township. No, I know. 
And it's funny, there's actually two Monroe Townships in New Jersey. Yeah, they, of odd. course, they had to be. Look, first time me and D. Boone went looking for the county seat, right, in, in Virginia, at Appomattox, right? We're looking. We thought it was a big fucking chair. <laughs> <laughs> and we finally found, oh, no, it's a building. And in fact, right. it, it had been put back together. It was torn down and shit, and they found the bricks and put it back but anyway, it, it ain't a chair. So, right. the township probably is uh, abstract. Monroe Township. You figured it out the hard way. Yeah. You know, New Jersey looks like a little California turned the other way. I noticed that looking at the license plate. Yeah. You know, I've always admired the shape of uh, both of our states, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> they well, got that, a little bit of a you know sexy curve to them. Yeah, let's go back. with your, Speaking of curves, when you make the fucking port turns, right? You don't do it from the center lane. You do this thing called a jug. Jug, That's right. Jug we handles. got the jug handles. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I played Princeton out in the forest. And that's another thing. People assume it's all Newark, but it's actually, it is the Garden State. A lot, a lot of woods and shit. Right. I um, mean, you got to turn, you got to turn right to go left here. Okay. And, uh, and that'll get into the garden. And yeah, and there's a lot of rural. So, uh, look, don't judge a book by its cover or whatever. Anyway, yeah. let's get into your fucking journey through music. Keith, bring me your earliest musical recollection, please. Oh, my earliest is uh, got to be my my dad just strumming on a classical acoustic guitar in the living room, uh, just kind of improvising and making up lyrics and kind of having like this little repertoire of like three chord songs that he would write. And this is New Brunswick. Uh, no, we I, I was raised in Monroe Township, so. Um, oh, okay. Pretty much, like, when I was five, we moved here, so this has been home base for, for a long time. So here, the pad you grew up in, your pop had a, I'm assuming, a nylon string Spanish acoustic? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it played much more like a um, like a traditional folk guitar, you know? What, he used a pick? I, I, I know dudes who do that, use pick on a nylon string. No, he didn't use a pick. He he would he was okay. strum with his fingers, but it wasn't more, it was less finger picking, more like uh, strumming. Yeah, not uh, arpeggiated like classical guys. So, okay. mm -hmm. Yeah, but but anyway, you got an instrument in the pad. Now, do you jump on that? No, um, <laughs> I, I was I was kind of coaxed into it a bit. You know, I was. I think he tried to turn me on when I was like eight or nine. Oh, he did. So he wanted yeah. to get you into it. Okay, he did try to kind of uh, say, "Hey, you know, you want to try this out." Um, but I wasn't that interested until I saw Aerosmith on uh, Wayne's World 2 do something like play uh, Shut Up and Dance. Well, what about and, school? Were you in the choir or the marching band or shit like that? No, I, um, I, 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 I honestly, I wanted to play clarinet in fourth grade when they first like introduced instruments around, but... Yeah. I don't know, you know, things at home when we, I was growing up, it didn't seem like we were doing too well financially. And I actually felt like a little, uh, I felt a little bad to like ask for extra money to rent a clarinet. Right, so right. I, I kind of just waited on it and, um, I just took an alternate route to music in general. I didn't, I didn't learn from any like a uh, band, uh, or organized yeah, but that's okay. I'm just curious because yeah. everybody's got their own way. What about the first record you bought with your own money? That was Aerosmith, uh, Get a Grip. Okay, and uh, the first gig you saw. Not TV, not Aerosmith on TV, but live. 
uh, Metallica at okay. the PNC Bank Art Center. Big, I was, I think, a tw- I think twelve. Like arena, <laughs> big arena rocket. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, what you say when you're eight or nine? You did. You said no to the guitar, but then what? Because it was your dad who wanted to teach you, and like you wanted to find your own way, or. I think it was kind of the acoustic thing didn't seem too appealing to me uh, when yeah. I was that young. It yeah. didn't seem to have like a an edge to it or like rock and roll vibe, you know. So I, I kind of just I would watch my dad play and I thought it was kind of neat, but I didn't I didn't get uh, the bug, you know. Yeah, later you did though. You got pretty good on acoustic. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But but oh, so you want an electric guitar and an amplifier to play with your friends after school, right? Yeah, afternoon. I was a kid of the yeah. '90s, you know. So like, you know, Green Day was the biggest thing, and you couldn't avoid like getting into that Dookie record when it came out. So I saw those guys playing electric guitars, and I thought that was. That was what you needed to have. And did he buy you one, like Christmas present or some shit? No, we. Uh, it turned out that um, so my my dad had a side business cleaning carpets, and uh, one day he he actually bartered with a a um, a customer, and he got an electric guitar from her, and it ended up at my uncle's house, just living there for some reason for a while. I guess he wasn't playing it; he was playing the nylon. Yeah. And then on my eleventh birthday, this. Uh, this beautiful Japanese black Hondo two, like Fender knockoff guitar shows up on my 11th birthday and uh, just like stayed up all night playing it. I think I had a sleepover party and it was like um, it was like Christmas on my birthday. And an amp too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's that, no that, amp. That's why I was I was some kind of event to to get the gift in your right. hand. So I wasn't trying to be specific that way, but. Yeah. You know, there's all kinds of ways how cats got their first instrument. So you must have got an amp, right? Well, there wasn't an amp at first. There was probably a good couple months before it was just like, it was just an electric guitar, probably missing a string or two. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know? So you you're just going for it though, right? Yeah, you're just kind of like putting your fingers on it and and just seeing what what sounds are made just by putting your fingers on the sure. frets. Sure, and then the amplifier brings a whole bunch of other sounds. And then uh, in the afternoon after school, the garage band, basement band, bedroom band. Yeah, there was um, a kid down the street named Paul Caffrey, and uh, he still plays out. He's in a band called Tango Machina, and um, he had like a basement with uh, – we literally had chopsticks and some pieces of a drum set, and we used that to <laughs> – to create our first band called Operation Gone Wrong. And he was a drummer, man? Uh, we we didn't know what we each member well, played at the time. We were just yeah, messing who, around. Who, yeah, who was manning the chopsticks? I, I definitely uh, tried chopsticks a few times, and then we would switch back and forth. Okay. <laughs> but anybody want to rock the bass? Was there a bass? No, we didn't have a uh, bass yet. Okay. That explains a little. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. You're all forgiven. Uh, this band operation, uh, gone wrong, gone wrong. <laughs> did, did they ever do a gig? No, this was our, Just our a- first gig was, was a couple girls had walked by on the street and, uh, they actually stopped and listened to us. But that was just noise coming from the basement. Doing, and honestly, we had no chops at all. It was more, mainly a practice band. Right. Okay. And, and and I'm interested in the material. Were you trying to copy off records or were you guys writing your own shit yet? We just started writing our own stuff. Yeah. We wrote some really bad songs. Like one was called Thunder. Well, you got to start somewhere. Jesus. Yeah. Like skateboarding, right? You just don't right. fucking start pulling ollies first time. <laughs> 
board. <laughs> Unless you're fucking won the lotto. Sucker boy lotto. Okay, okay. First song you wrote, can you remember? Um, I remember it was instrumental, and I can remember the chord structure, roughly. Wow, that's great. Did it have a title? No. Okay, that's all right. And how long does this band last? Um, well, that was probably like maybe a, a month at best. Wow. Like we didn't, short, yeah, we weren't, um, short stay. We call that short stay. Like if you ate some bad shower and you have to blow <laughs> it out, like with, within a half hour, we call that sh short stay. <laughs> I would say it was before either of us were really seriously playing, playing. Oh, yeah. Well, you're still so. teenagers, right? Not even. We were younger. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what happens after that? Keith? Uh, around seventh grade, I met a serious bass player named Jim Smith, and he grew up just a little farther away. He wasn't my down-the-block friend. He was like the next little neighborhood over friend. And uh, he had an even, a even bigger basement with more amplifiers. So <laughs> things, were, things were starting to really gear up, you know? Yeah, yeah. So he, he has some experience. He's been around. He's been doing this. At, at this point, we were both starting to get serious. We were both learning songs. So you had to find a drummer, man. Yeah. And that was always an issue. Okay. With that, let's listen to Teenage Dream.
dei bagarozzi nella mia chitarra! 1, 2, 3, 4!
best was me can be I'm concerned who to be Crack up my knees up, kiss my fungus up Where is my metal? Where is my metal? Guys, who writes that look where we end up? Sorry, all is not the same Do very well and fair the outcome to be Turn the other cheek, come on, girl Thank <laughs> you. 
look down You just look the other way Sliding panels Keep those feelings locked in a box They're empty hearts Tried to find you But you're just not there Pedro Show. Started that chunk of music off. That's Keith Kenny featuring Dean Wayne. Teenage Dream. It's all fucking rhyming, what? Manuel <laughs> Maresca and Manuel Ayers out of Berlin with Civetto Tituro. 
and Manlio, of course, from Terracina, now Roma. Uh, Marco Serrato and Raul uh, Cantizano after that with K. Brantahueso. They're from Spain. Righteous flamenco guitar with stand-up, uh, what do you call this, uh, free playing, huh? Imp improvised, bitching. M much respect. Gran respeto, Marco Raul. Guy, my voice is after that. Bob Pollard with the new album, of course. Right? It's the other month, right? It's every other month we got new <laughs> It's so <laughs> fucking prolific. Trust trust them now. Great song. I, I read this place where he said, you know, I sing with the England accent so people don't know I'm a hick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dayton, Dayton, Ohio hick. Um, Hellbeans after that. South England. South of London. What's is South of England? Metal. And not the Pink Floyd album, but uh, something you pin to your fucking shirt. Special Interest, brand new, tune called Disease. Obama's Prendon, When I Look at You, I See Red. Uh, Wharton's Expanding Jazz Band. This is Wharton Tears. He had that big fun studio in uh, Manhattan. I got to record with Bob Quine, Lee Ronaldo, Steve Shelley there. Bobby Dylan doing uh, his song, uh, Freeze Out. Johanna, Visions of Johanna. Uh, Aruba, Abua, Uma Pedra, Dorando, Steve Abercrombie with Emotional Detachment. And finally, <laughs> IDGAF, maybe this is an acronym, IDGAF, Keith Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I didn't, <laughs> it's a new word for what. You know, I usually do a good job destroying other people's languages, but <laughs> I could do it to English too. So, okay. You and the bass band are looking for a drummer. What's up? Right. So, you know, we were learning um, Metallica tunes and Iron Maiden stuff in his basement. and uh, But writing also? Yeah, we were just starting to kind of write. You know, and I was, I was a metalhead. He was a metalhead. And we would kind of come up with metal riffs and that was kind of the start of it. But, it started to get um, – it turned into, you know, I, I put a demo together and then there was other kids in high school that were interested. So the band was kind of slowly kind of forming around um, some of the sessions that we were having. Did you give this band a name? The name was Blacklisted That's good. at that time. And it was like a metal, you know, metal, almost like a tribute to Metallica really because that was our – main influence at the time none less black none more black right <laughs> <laughs> okay so now does this band do gigs besides people passing by while you're practicing no i i never seem to be able to get it all together like have because i was really afraid of singing back then yeah especially with the kind of metal mentality you kind of had to have that scream voice and when you're like prepubescent you know, you just you don't quite have <laughs> have the the voice to go with the uh, the aggressive sounding guitar and loud drums and stuff. Well, yeah, Metallica, but what, Rob Halford. I mean, that's <laughs> oh yeah, that's the voice. You know, right. I saw their first gig at the Whiskey when they first came here. They oh. played the Whiskey at Go Go in West Hollywood, and Gary Valentine. Um, he, Robert Halford too could barely stand, but man, could he sing? Fuck the. Yeah, pipes on that guy. And the whole band. It was called uh, Sad Wings. It had the 
like Demon Angel on the cover. I remember the Ripper was the big song. But anyway, uh, so this band falls apart too without doing a gig. Yeah, we we didn't even like make it to the high school talent show or anything okay. like that. You know, the, the, what's the next? That's okay. You know, yeah. like skateboard and get back up. Right. Okay. So what's next? Well, you know, high school ends, and then uh, I'm kind of floating around. I was. I think I tried to get into music school, but I wasn't a reader, so I didn't. I didn't get into uh, the local college here for music. So uh, I started going to school, and then I was just playing like all the time on my on the side, and I got influenced by the guitar player named Michael Hedges, who is a. Have you heard of him? Or? Yeah, yeah. Um, but his his acoustic uh, percussive style and all that just kind of changed my world and opened up a little more of a, like an acoustic thing, but I also had this metal, um, background. So kind of wanted to marry the two together in a way. And, or maybe, um, maybe it's coming to you like music's music and fuck this genre and labels and names of shit. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what it was. You know what I mean? Cause start... when we're kids, I don't know if that's natural. I think that shit is kind of brainwashed on us for marketing. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. It's like, uh, they you have to name every specific style genre for no reason right and so, now. And so what happens? This is what I found myself doing. You go to a gig, and you can't just listen to the band. Your mind starts trying to associate it with something you already heard. Like <laughs> fuck that shit, man. Right? Yeah, you're comparing them to some other band. Yeah, that you've heard and you and, don't yeah. have to do that just because you read. That's how some kind of reviewers do that, or some labels are trying to sell their socks or jock straps or. You know, I'll get these kind. It's made for this kind of man. Bullshit. Yeah. Music is music, right? So you're exp- you're exp- and look, you're a young man still. You're finding out it's a Michael Hedges has a big effect, and, and and it was pretty pure, right? You're just listening to it and you like it. You hear it and you're kind of like your whole, like that one day shapes the next few years of your life, you know, because it's like you're so influenced by this new art form that you you just go after it, right? And does this help with the songwriting? Oh, yeah. I mean, it like opened it wide open because it's like, well, I'm not just going to sit here and write metal riffs anymore. I want to I want to go. I want to go deeper. I want to learn more styles. I want to try different tunings, you know. Right, right. And uh, this is on the path to the one man band thing. Well, you know, like, yeah, it's it's weird because I, it was never the the goal no, at I first. You know, you, you want to get the you want to get the band sure, together, sure. The, the group of guys that like you, you couldn't live without, and um, it just always seemed to not fully coagulate. You know, I was trying like hell, and um, life gets in the way for some people. Some people like prioritize it in a different way, and for me, it was like always number one for so long. And um, trying to find two or three other like-minded individuals at the time in like a small kind of uh, rural kind of township was not that easy. So Solution provided a little bit from some technology, right? Some drum machine and... Yeah, I had like one of those drum pads as a kid. The um, They were real cheap. You could buy them at... Uh, Guitar Center. I, I know you have another name for guitar. What's your name for Guitar Center? Shit like Hard it. Center. <laughs> I'm a poet, don't you know it? Yeah. <laughs> and, My feet uh, show it. They're Longfellows. <laughs> right. 
you're obviously not looking for a sponsorship. From... <laughs> well, they're in a little bit of trouble, right? <laughs> yeah, I think they went. Uh, there's some talk of bankruptcy or yeah, something. Yeah, for years now. Billions. But that certainly isn't because I haven't spent a shit ton of money there. I mean, <laughs> so anyway, let's get back. You get yeah. a drum machine. Yeah, you know, I started messing around with um, the ability to record yourself. Uh, you know, having sound on sound. Les, yeah, Les Paul. Right. Thank you, Mister Les Paul. <laughs> yeah. Mr., uh, Mary Ford. Yeah. So you start putting together a band sound, just one layer at a time. Exactly. Yeah. See, necessity, mother of invention, right? It it really is, yeah. I mean, yeah, ditch it. Look, we're at the end of, you know, lemonade makers, right? When the lemons start going down, we're at the end of the first hour, April 14, twenty twenty one edition. What Pedro show special guest Keith Kenny. Hold tight for hour two. April 14, twenty twenty one. It's the second hour of the What Pedro show.
will set you free, but he's carrying the virus, so tread lightly. It is the 5th of February, and the weekend is over. AFDs and DBAs and the HRC and the DNA inquire politely. What day is this?
Je suis Monsieur Polichef.
Left alone and misunderstood It doesn't matter if you're feeling good You're alone now And that's okay Well, I was there but you couldn't see What it really means to be together At the end of the day Go on, move along Go on, move along You left me out in a thunderstorm Just trying to get where it's nice and warm But you don't have a place to stay If I could only concentrate On those things that make me feel like I want to We'd be out of the rain Go on, move along Go on, move along Pedro Show start off the second hour. Keith Kenny ends me. After that, Ben Salter out of Tasmania with the Wonder Years. Lucas Abels out of Sydney. F is for fifth disease. Fuck that. <laughs> El Cloro. <laughs> we got some stuff out of Italy here. El Cloro with Fiumenera, the Black River. Huh? El Sob. El Sob, I guess they would say. Gray Brown Lagoon. That sounds tasty. Now, this motherfucker's got 20 letters. Duesemi Colchiesinvertides. Thank you, guys. Jean-Louis is not a crime. Yeah, a lot of humor coming out of Bari, Italy. Irmo Victor after that with Desinista. And finally, Keith Kenny, move along. Okay, so what happens now that you got this one-man band going? Now... Yeah, there's nobody to blame delay of game penalties on, right? Now now it's all you. It's all in your hands. You can uh, start piling on the leather. What what usually came first, the, the acoustic guitar 
Yeah, it, uh, that was, you know, the main instrument. So you're just playing all the time and, and kind of riffs will come or uh, song, uh, chord progression, whatever. It's usually usually starts with the guitar. For oh, me. but then you probably would lay down the, the drum to, and, and jam to the drum, right? Right. Like I, I, I got like one of those loop pedals in the beginning. It was a little more archaic than they are now. But you could yeah. you could layer down some percussion if you wanted and even like, you know, beat on the guitar a little bit and yep. get something like that going. Or You know, beating um, on the guitar percussion, there's an old tradition of that called flamenco. Right. Yeah. So, so some of them have a thicker fucking soundboard or, or plastic protecting because of the wrapping and shit. Uh, okay, okay. So you you make little loops out of that, so they become little rhythmic figures. Right. Okay. Okay. So the words came last. Usually they would, you know, if you got lucky, they would come at the same time, and that was like, ah, oh, yeah. You know, sure, sure. A what gift. Is, what about titles? Uh, titles. I would usually work on those at last, but I've I've kind of learned the other method now is some some guys are naming tunes first and then they're working off the title, which is cool. Keith, that's why I asked that question because Watts yeah. always done it that way. Yeah, I needed cool it way, to give man. me an, as an anchor to give me a focus, so I could right. bring, maybe it's because I'm composing on the bass most of the time, but I got to bring everything I got to aid and abet that tune, and the title helps me. But like hardly anybody does that so that's why i always ask <laughs> no that's you know what that makes so much more sense and it, it makes me feel like i've been doing it ass backwards well like a lot of bass parts are added last right so i've been half right backwards you know it, life puts you in it deals your hand and then you fucking play the best you can uh okay so what about gigs uh man it was so hard in the beginning because i had no clue how you book a gig right so I would, you know, you hear about open mics yeah. and and stuff like that. And um, I, I struggled even just to find those. And you go around, you have this lame demo with no picture or nothing on it. And you're handing them out and no one calls you back. So you just kind of, I found a couple open mics in New Brunswick that I would frequent. And um, that kind of started to break the ice of getting out and playing in front of people. Okay. And what about the other way where uh, you meet dudes at gigs? Hey, can I open for your band? Well, the other thing I did was um, the the old bass player I'm going back to from the high school days. He had kind of gotten a band together called POW, was a, a metal band, and I joined them for a little bit. So that got me a little more stage time too. Now it's not uh, your band. You're, you're like a helper, side side mouth. Yeah, I was like kind of lead guitar player in that. Okay. So that that helped get you some connect, some experience. Yeah. 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 That was a huge stepping stone because then. I met a couple other guys that were gigging out and saw a few other bands that were doing something that was a little more up my alley. See, I asked that, Keith, because people ask me about the old days. What was it about? And I said it was about people. I think the new right. days are about people, too. It's <laughs> I think still it's always going to be about people. Right, right. See, I got to be honest. Like, when I started playing guitar, I was yeah. like a hermit. You know, I would just sure. lock yourself in your room. You don't, you don't like, need to like socialize that much because you're so obsessed with the music absolutely but then when you want to play out you realize man this is all about the people (laughs) that's right work in the room right yeah i want to play uh broken misery awesome
this morning as far as I know could have been last week or a lifetime ago the past is my haven the present is hell but there's something about you that's ringing a bell Yeah, there's something about you ringing a bell I know all the pictures I know all the frames But I don't know these faces And I don't know their names I wanna go out I wanna All these people would leave me alone Wish that all of these people
Lot for Pedro Show. That chunk of music started off with Keith Kenny doing Broken Misery. Then uh, Kalinich and Tivin with I Want Change. SZ with Time, that snares in Chicago. Trigger Cut from Germany with Blind. Owen P. Jones out of Hamburg, Germany. Dementia Blues. You don't want that. Well, not yet. Uh, modern, well, maybe we don't ever want it. What? Fuck. Modern <laughs> Blonde, brand new Plague 2. Not Plague 1, but Plague 2. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. Keith Kenny, finally, with Lost Souls. So, okay, not a long tenure with POW, right? No. no. Okay. So, but but when you leave those cats and now you're man alone again, Keith Kenny again, uh, you're fortified. Right. Okay. So I had found another uh, drummer and bass player. They were cousins, and they were just the most solid rhythm section I could uh, imagine. Uh, Tyler Kiera and Jonathan Luberecki. And these two guys were like, you know, the first time we got together in this basement, it was like, oh, man, there's a spark, you know. It was yeah, huge. Yeah. And we, we tried the kind of the trio thing for a while, and we were going under my name because I had been bringing the songs to the table. And um, so we go out and we were gigging and, and things were going well. We released the first record in 2008. We did Limit is the Sky, which is the first Keith Kenny record, like, you know, self-titled kind of thing. And um, I think they call it was that going... eponymous. Yeah. <laughs> For a big fancy word. Right, right, right. Um, and then uh, that just kind of, that was that, that phase of college years, I guess, where lives were going in different directions and for some reason that that fizzled in around that time but the solo show was always still kind of there and you would do some of these tunes you, you adapted yeah. them for the one-man band thing okay okay right uh so the, the tree only lasted one album and, and some gigs right okay uh well, it seems like you're pretty philosophical about it. You didn't get too bummed. You kept charging hard. I was bummed. I'm not going to lie. I mean, okay. I I, okay. I was hurt, you know, but um, you got to keep playing because it's what you do. You yeah, know? I, yeah, I know it. It's a lifeline. Yeah. Okay. So, so what, yank on the bootstraps, get back up? Off the off the deck after the skateboard <laughs> yeah. fell over. Now you're back on air again, right? Yeah, I mean at this point, like you know, some cool gigs are coming in. I'm I'm playing at the Stone Pony, opening for ah, uh, some local ba- yeah, some okay. local bands. And I got to play there once with uh, Porno for Pyros. Oh, sick! But where I, I usually would still to get on a gig I, like that. What I know? usually played in Asbury Park, you know, as Mike Watt was the Saints. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Saint and uh, some place called Thunderbird. And Speedway, yeah. Speedway, actually, the fucking overhead broke and the rain came through. And yeah, that, that's what I remember. God, I haven't played in those parts so long. It's called the Jersey Shore, right? Right. The Saint was great. I mean, that's yeah. where we did our, our first great, album release show. I had great gigs there, man. Bitch, I remember yeah. playing with Cobra Verde there. I loved it. I loved it. Kind of a beat up part of town. You could tell there was a different, right? That whole thing, right? It was a different era. But, yes. but man, there was a great energy. All the New Jersey uh, gig goers would come out, and they were great to play for. And the bands, yeah. too, were bitching. Uh, okay, so uh, you're, open, what, what are you, you're opening up for people as the one-man band thing. Yeah, it was, um, it was cool. I was getting on 
some decent bills as like an opener, you know, some some Grateful Dead bands or like kind of like they could kind of throw me anywhere because I was doing like rock stuff. I was doing kind of hippie sound and stuff. So it kind of just fit in. I would be like, you know, they threw I called it the Keith Kenny commercial. You know, sometimes they throw <laughs> me in between sets, you know, sure, like, sure. Yeah. And then there wasn't a lot of stuff, right? You you were pretty self-contained. The rhythm right. box, the 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 samplers or whatever, the loopers. Yeah. And that's it. And one one amplifier in a buttload of stuff, so maybe you were really convenient too. And also you probably brought some variety in another dimension. It was fun, man. I mean, yeah, I could just kind of I was always nervous as hell, but you could always kind of throw my shit on stage in about 5 minutes and and do something for 15 20 minutes and there would be a, a pretty big room of people coming to see the headliner band so it was it was really exciting yeah yeah good good stuff good experience look right there second end, end of the second hour april 14 2021 dish of Beatles show special guest keith kenny we'll type for hour three april 14 2021 it's the third hour of the Watford pedro show
there for two years. show start off the third hour Keith Kenny doing closing yard then 16 by the Janways Troopa Troopa 
from Poland with to me, Stony Spring, Ride That Wild Ass to Hell, Mike Cooper for Telomare, and Keith Kenny finally, Burr's Roach Jam. So what about this new album or latest album? A Lifetime Ago Motel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of came together real slowly because of a uh, bunch of musical stuff going on, really good musical stuff going on. Um, I was recording some other bands. I was um, opening up for the Dean Ween group during part of that era and uh, let, let, also let, going Let me understand. A, so you kind of opened up because you were self-recording. <laughs> you ended up opening your own studio? So when, uh, like, before Limit is the Sky, the very first album, yeah. me, and, me and my old man pulled some funds together and we built, like, a 20 by 20 little uh, studio in the backyard of his of his pad. Oh, man, great. So it was, I, I was lucky, man. I mean, I had a lot of encouragement from my folks to yeah. keep, keep on it, you know, and, and that's huge. It makes yeah, they're it made beautiful. all the they're difference. beautiful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Okay, so... You were recording other bands, so you're getting experience that way too. Yeah, betcha. Um, so, so you're putting together this album kind of slow because you're doing other people's stuff in the meantime. You're, uh, Ween, yeah, that's that's a band that that's a music is music band. They don't give a fuck, right? They try everything. <laughs> I love I, that. I, that's what I love about them. Yeah, man. absolute. That's what it's about: rhythm, right? Notes and melodies, harmonies, but no fucking, you know prison camps <laughs> no sticking to one genre yeah. because you feel like you have to no right 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 so when you started this album in mind actually you had the other band still going no i at this okay. point um it was just kind of i was going through a divorce at the time so i was just kind of like an emotional wreck and uh i, I didn't want to put out this large body of work that just seemed like a, a total drag so i was i was waiting for some some songs to come right. and see if, if, you know, there would be some different moods of this, you know, this monster that, that had kind of come into my life. And it did, it just took some time. So once, sure. once some other tunes kind of came and, and that I would, I would work on them as they were coming. Okay. And, uh, since it's a studio album and stuff and it doesn't really have to be a band, you had some guests. Yeah, man. Um, uh, some of my, my close friends were uh, always around and helped me out, but uh, the big one was having Sim Kane sit I in know and Sim. play on it. You know Sim? From yeah, Gone. He's, he's been around forever. From yeah. Gone, when he was playing with, uh, with Andrew without the shoes, right? Right. <laughs> and then Hank took him for his band. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a little funny drama going on those days. But, man, both those cats, Trenton cats, right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Sim's still in Trenton, man. He's uh, he's so so awesome behind the kit. Oh yeah, yeah. He's got it was an honor to have him in here. Right, and and like, how, how did you direct him or something? Did you just play and say, "Hey, what do you think?" I sent him a couple demos of the the tracks that we wanted to work on, but it's funny because the one that I really admire the most and think came out the best was something I just threw at him out the out in the spot, which was uh, waiting for the kill. <laughs> Ah, we're going to play that next. Awesome. Did, did you ever hear Scorn Flakes? I've heard, yeah, I've heard Scorn Flakes. Yeah. I had, yeah, I had a cassette, right? This is like really young, Sim and Andrew. And I remember that a tune on there was called Turds with Corn in them. I mean, it's not just turds, <laughs> but it's with corn in them. Nice. <laughs> Here, let's, let's listen to Sim. 
got this feeling just won't go away My stomach's aching to the end of the day I know the answer isn't easy to see Two eyes behind you looking down at my prey Cause I'm waiting for the kill Here I am just waiting for the kill I'm waiting for the kill Here I am just waiting for the kill Sympathy Cause I'm waiting
from Pedro Show Last Music for this edition. Keith Kenny featuring Sim Kane, Waiting for the Kill. France, uh, Nick Francis and Dahlem with four. That's the number. They're not thinking too hard about titles, Pete. <laughs> and uh, Hands Rotten from Switzerland with Slide Noise Improvisation. Finally, Wayside, Keith Kenny. And... Uh, so, man, the, the tune you really liked him doing was the one you just threw at him. Ain't that weird how life work, works out like that? It, yeah, no, it's, it's, you, can't, you can't contain the beast, man. It's, right. You try to control it, but... Well, well, Keith, what about the one we played at the beginning of the show with, uh, with Dean Ween, with Mickey? Right, so that was uh, kind of a fly-in, too. I, I just sent them the track, and, and he just really quickly sent it back with the lead on it. No, no discussion, just like... Real quick, so oh, wow. it was. Now he does fishing tours, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm tempted to go on one of those. But, yeah, you know, any cat who can fish can probably do a good lead in one take. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, he's. So, all together, how long did it take to do this, baby? Uh, Lifetime ago, Motel took probably it was over the span of three years, which I, I don't know, I feel. A little like maybe that's too damn long but at the same time there was just other stuff going yeah, on and... yeah I mean, you know what orson wells said right no wine before it's time <laughs> right <laughs> oh barracho <laughs> you gotta wait you gotta wait for that baby to ferment yeah yeah especially the masam brother right two buck chuck screw on top <laughs> one time i met him i met him at pink's in the hollywood at uh hot dog stand he's big man like a barn door not not just wide but tall you know mr wells young man i'd shake your hand but he had a chili dog in each hand he goes i'd like to shake your hand but i am busy <laughs> okay <laughs> this is in the early 80s so uh uh so three years man i i've heard of dudes taking way longer so 
And look at Stanley Kubrick making movies. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But look at what he. Well, look at what comes out of him. I know though, good you know? ones, but uh, other times he got bum rushed. Right, the dudes he takes so long. Dudes would steal his idea and make the movie before he got his done. Oh right, it happened with yeah. full, a Full Metal Jacket, right, and Platoon, and yeah, he, he, he never made the Shaw movie because of Schindler List and shit like that. But uh, uh, two thousand one is my favorite. Right, right, yeah. and, and you know, looking back, he had to take that time, and maybe that's what you had to do, Keith. It just had to be. You're right. It okay. definitely feels that way. Okay. And 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 you think the skills recording other people. When these people uh have you record them, do you also do you just do the engineer shit or are you also kind of a producer man? Um a lot of times I'll end up playing a little bit on it um or you know like maybe doing a guest guitar thing or sometimes sitting behind the drum kit. Just so I guess a little bit of producing. I try to I try to let people's vision come as they want it you know i don't want to like step all over it and go hey you know this you got to have this it's more about yeah what, understood what they that, want out of that, it yeah you, know? you have a respect for them the reason i bring that up is because i'm wondering if that informed the making of your own record i think what what helped me the most was the was working on the last record with a producer named justin Gwip, who um he's he worked with like levon helm and and He's he's just a sick uh, producer. I mean, he's got just an amazing visions. And so after I got the chance to work with him, I was able to come back to my studio and and kind of have a few tricks and and understand the process a little bit more. And that helped big time. And, and, and how'd that happen? You just met him? I had, it was like one of those friend of a friend who used to be his roommate back in the day, and that's how you kind of get your foot in the door. And sure, then, sure. But, yeah, it was kind of like the that. Great, the greatest gift one music cat can give to another is turn them on to more music shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, right. and and then like it's it's all about like the learning and the exchange of those moments together where you then kind of are heightened. You know, you you get to take so much away from it. Absolute. That, that's beautiful that you fucking got a chance to learn that. I'm I'm discovering that all the time. Either you never know down the road. It might be invaluable. You just don't know. So don't, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, take it for granted. That's the word I'm trying to say. And it doesn't sound like you have. And you got plans for a new record. I know it's early, but <laughs> do you start planning? <laughs> as soon as you get one done, do you start planning the next? I definitely, you know, it's one of those things where I can't even start thinking about it until like the, the one is finished. But yeah, now I, I got the itch again and I can't okay. believe it already because it's like, man, that was a big endeavor to finish that. I know, I know, I know. But. When you do get this next one done, will you come back on the show? We'll play it and talk about it. Oh, I, in my honor, man! Thank okay. you so much for. Right. Yeah, right back at you, co-conspirator. <laughs> yeah. Okay, people. It's been April 14, twenty twenty-one. This is what Peter. So keep your powder dry.